So this is a, an opportunity to um, inquire into your experience. I'm looking right at the back there and thinking the two brothers are sitting right at the back. So I notice, yeah, that, that's so interesting, isn't it, that you both... You both looked away. I'm talking to the two of you who both looked away. <laughs> Do either of you want to share um, something that happened in your experience? Was it an invitation? Sure. sure. Yeah, I'm talking to the two of you. Um, yeah. Um... I've kind of been looking for a longer practice and developing uh, like a better sit. And this was the first time when I kind of had a more reconciliatory experience with myself. Um, I feel like I have multiple selves, like my younger self, my older self, my more mature self, my more mature self. And to be able to, to sit with all of those selves and to recognize that we are all valid that we are all trying to be the best version of myself. And there are parts of myself that I like to push away, uh, parts of myself that I like to, uh, I guess, promote in the real world, uh, but to see that there are benefits to all of these different selves, that all of these different selves are really bringing me to wholeness. And the parts of myself that I don't like are really protecting some of the parts of me that have been injured. Um, and so learning to be with all of those selves and to celebrate all of them. Um, it's a really good sit. Well done. Well, well, well done. Um, that was very lovely to hear and, and what you remind me. If, if we did the traditional practice of the five stages that each of those, the, the fifth stage I didn't mention is when we... Um, we have the four of us and then we take it out into the whole world to all sentient beings that all those um, stages, the friend, the the neutral, the enemy of the mind and even out to the world are aspects of ourselves. They're doorways into ourselves. We're really on a particular level working on ourselves at the same time as working with the rest of humanity. So just as you just say that all these different selves that you have. So it's very lovely to hear. Thank you. Yeah. Would you like to share? Be sitting beside? That's okay. Just an invitation. Always people who sit at the back, I'm a bit like, oh, are they trying to hide? Hide from me. Yeah, it was, it was interesting. You know, there are parts of me that I ascribe so much heaviness to. And um, toward the end, I had a really interesting visual of the relief you experience if you've ever been in a car with a lot of balloons. A lot of <laughs> balloons, you know, and, and I kind of started to see these heavier parts of myself as balloons and just sort of floating up and, and away. And, um, you know, that, that letting go, uh, it was a pretty powerful experience. Mm. It sounds strong, and what, what comes to mind is Thich Nhat Hanh describes uh, 
emptiness like a balloon that you know a balloon is empty and that's the emptiness you have this balloon but it's the emptiness and it's like this all these balloons being released of just the the emptiness of your stories yeah thank you um shokan and then over there um I just wanted to say that I, you know, that I guess I had done this practice with you a few years ago in Vancouver, and when we got to the acceptance part of seeing myself as a as a baby or an infant, in my, I couldn't see myself, and and today I could, mm. and it was really, really special. Because it always kind of upset me that I couldn't. Mm. Um, yeah. So. Great. Thank you. Well done. Practice. Thank God for meditation. Um, I had a hard time, I think I had a harder time than I expected, and when we were holding our younger mm. selves, I, like, started tearing up. I just, like, felt really sorry for, like, my baby version of me. Mm. I was like, I'm sorry. Mm. I think I'm, like, I'm sorry for, like, the life you're about to have or something. Mm. And then we had, and then I, like, felt when we were, like, putting that inside of ourselves. I saw myself like lowering my baby self in back in and I don't know. I don't really know what's happening, but maybe I just I feel like maybe I like did something to that baby over the last year or two where I don't and like this was an opportunity to like put it put that baby back in or something. Yeah. Is it okay if I ask you a question? Sure. Yeah. Who held you as a baby? Right. I mean, my mom, maybe. My Well, my aunt told me once that my mom would, like, discipline me and my sister when we were, like, in our formative baby years by, like, leaving us in our beds crying, like, in order to get us to, like, I don't know, deal with our despair mm. or something. Mm. Mm. So this is what you were touching into when you holding this baby, the sadness, the sadness of, yeah, the sadness, touching into that sadness. Yeah. And yeah, just seeing it come up in my life lately is hard. How does it show up in your life? Um, I have a hard time just receiving love mm. from other people. Mm. So like when we're practicing doing it for ourselves, mm. um, it like I don't think I have like that's not part of like how I move through the world. Mm. It's just not like I don't comprehend it or something. It's not how you move through through the world so that's a story or like i don't think i have the tools or something to mm. receive it as i move through the mm. world and yet you sat and did this practice you didn't leave and you actually spoke about actually putting that baby back inside yourself so somewhere you do have the tools to do it because you said in your own words yeah 
yeah. can you can you accept that yeah yeah and there is also that part of you who doesn't think you have the tools and is unable to do it so i want to hold that as well that there are these two parts of you but not just one yeah right. because if you just identify with the part of yourself that can't do that you won't see this other part that needs to come through the mud the lotus that needs to come through the mud yeah okay that's the work yeah Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Can I ask a classroom question? Could you repeat those A's for me? Attention. Oh, uh, attention, affection, appreciation, acceptance and allowing and if you're familiar with the app insight timer mm -hmm. i actually which is free the meditations are free on there you could find i'm actually have the meditation i've just done a new recording of it on insight timer thank you okay and i think i i, did, I actually speak about it i just did for black wisdom while we were there on the the black wisdom teachings which are open to anybody but i think that costs the black wisdom teachings there is, um, I'm talking about them there too. You're, you're on Insight? Yeah, I'm on Insight Timer, yeah. Um, there was somebody in the, oh, go on, and then someone in the front here had their hand up. Um, I have a hard time with, with focusing on body sensation because then I'm overwhelmed by painful flashbacks. The most efficient I have found against painful blush, flashback is to hold my inner baby. But because anything else, like trying to be aware of the surroundings, it, I, I get overwhelmed by mm. the flashbacks. Mm. So um, is there a question in that? or Is it okay to, to just hold the inner baby and not to do the awareness of sensation? Oh, or, of, you of, know, it's just... of course. It's, um, I, I am a, a mindfulness teacher and... Um, one of the seminal teachings is this body scan and just knowing that the body scan can just be the most activating and the most traumatic for some people. I've done this. I've done yeah. uh, Goenka 10 days retreats. Yeah. But it, I go into flashback mode. Yeah. So. so what I'm saying, and that's what I'm saying is, is that for, for some people doing that body scan, I mean, it's an insight. I mean, it's, it's actually quite surprising that it's such a seminal practice because the body scan is a is is an insight practice and and for some people it can um activate flashbacks but the the beautiful thing is is that you are able to hold that inner child and there's one thing that you could if you were able to to sit and practice and i do this myself as well this comes from peter levine with trauma i i am um, i one of the things i do i'm a compassionate inquiry practitioner specializing in in trauma um one of the things is is um is to have your hand it's important to have your hand under one armpit and your arm over the, the other and just uh just try it all of us just 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 try it and just see what it um what it it 
feels like for you or, or try the other way around. And also notice, notice I'm giving you this offer to try it, but notice if you're not trying it, trying it and notice just what's, what's going on for you right now. Okay? But this is something which um, one side can be more comfortable than the other and it's a very soothing and be very soothing, so I'd also give that to you for a practice. But yeah, at some point, you will be, if you keep on practicing, at some point, you will be able to connect to the body. But right now, that's not the place you begin at. We meet you where you're at. So, you know, when I'm um, teaching a meditation for people with addictions, I wouldn't, I don't do long meditation, you know, meditations for, you know, people with addictions to be able to sit still for one minute is, is a lifetime. So, you know, it's to begin where you're at. So what you're doing is, is perfectly fine. Yeah. Okay. So, was it you? So one of you had your hands up. No. You, yeah. Oh, no, um, I, I just wanted to share the experience when I was holding the infant, that the infant I was holding was my daughter. Mm. Um, and there was just nothing but unconditional love and, mm. and, and joy. And, and then when I heard you say, or I think I heard you say, switch it to ourselves, and then there was like less unconditional mm. love. And But I, I have done a lot of work on that, so I was surprised at how quickly I could move towards more unconditional love but it was just such a sense of that that fullness of love that I could feel for her and that it was harder to feel it for my little infant mm -hmm. self and I notice it's like this opening of the hand when you were talking about your daughter and then the pushing away of your hand as you oh, was talking about yourself so this is again this is what I was talking about the place of being able to give it to yourself and it's wonderful you can give it to your daughter but actually seeing that there's still this open-handedness for yourself and and which is why I introduce it that way of just a newborn so that people some people have a pet tiny kitten but then it you know because if I kind of just said yourself then you know but yeah so that's just again it's when we're activated it's just telling us that there's more work for us to do you know whenever I, I got completely activated at the airport coming in it was very distressing I, I you know it was really I got put in the back room blah 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 but actually you know when I touched into it you and I, I had a reaction there was one point I just said because it was a uh, a woman who looked Indian, I don't know, she could have been Sri Lankan, whatever, but it was like all these questions and it was like, I expect a white person to be asking me those questions. So I had got, I was in reaction. And, you know, after I left and that, that distress, it, for me of just seeing this was all about being rejected, not being allowed in, not being, you know, and so it's just telling me that there's more work for me to do, which is fine, it's great. Yeah. So well done for noticing. Oh, and thank you. Thank you. Um, actually, just what you showed us to do in like holding ourselves, I struggled with the affection. And it's interesting because this week alone, 
I actually had a conversation with my partner about affection and the way I show up for people. And, you know, I've always just been taught you show up by being there, and, but like actual physical touch and holding somebody. Like I love hugs, but I don't like touch. It's, I have a weird, it's, it's, it's uncomfortable for me. So when we got to the affection, I like kind of held myself and I was like, oh, okay, because I couldn't, I couldn't imagine it. And then when you just showed us that, I thought that that would make me feel comforted, but it made me feel uncomfortable. Mm. And, um, you know, it wasn't hard for me to see myself as a baby and hold myself because I've been wanting to do that. Mm. But I don't like to physically touch my own self. Is it okay to ask you a question? Yeah. Yeah. Who touched you inappropriately as a young person? Unfortunately, um, it's happened multiple times. Yeah. I'm still in somewhat dealings with one of the people because it's very close to the family. Mm. And um, I'd like to think that I've reconciled it, but I've never had even the conversation. Even though I've forgiven this person, I've honestly, in my heart, the person that I'm still in dealings with, I've forgiven them. I hold no ill will. But um, yeah, no, that I've, that's happened multiple times by multiple people. Yeah. And I'm really sorry to, to hear that and yeah. And, and I want to just honor that the part of you has reconciled it because you're in a relationship. You've allowed yourself to be in a relationship. But yeah, this, uh, yeah. 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 And it's hard because you grew up in a family where smile. Yeah, so you said smile. It's all okay, smile. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I really hear that you've forgiven people, but there's a part where one has to really touch into that sadness and pain and let it go. Yeah, and that's scary. And that is, I mean, what I would say is to work with that is to work with a really good, with a really good therapist. And if you've, you, and if you've worked with one and it, you might say it hasn't worked, I would, I would suggest doing um, EDM, EDMR, if you have the money, which is this eye rapid movement, which kind of locates to particular experiences. And I say that I'm, I'm somebody who had a lot of, abuse in my childhood. And this uh, kind of therapy was very powerful, okay? Because it, you focus, you cone down to isolated experiences to begin to release, to release the story. Because the, one of the uh, things around abuse and uh, abuse and, and all of us could have experienced it, abuse is, is that it can take away our birthright to really feel, okay? And that actually one of the things, it can really take away 
the, the birthright to feel pleasure. Because we know that when the body is touched in a particular way, it will respond. It will respond. There will be pleasure that arises. And, and so, of course, that's the, the, the first arrow. And the second arrow is, is that we give ourselves so much. We, we blame ourselves so much for feeling that actually whenever pleasure arises, we don't want to feel it because it's, it's associated with dirty, with disgust, how could I? And it takes away our right to really be able to experience that whole spectrum of feeling, okay? Which then turns into this, this toxic emotions. And in a way... How do we, we're still protecting ourselves. And in a way, I want, what I want to say to you, speaking directly to you now, is that, is, is, is that you have a great gift of knowing when people are touching you inappropriately or appropriately. And that is a gift. But allow yourself the gift to be able to be touched and held. And you can always say no. And even when you've said yes, you can still say no. Okay. And just allow yourself to be touched and held. Yeah. And perhaps allow with your partner to explore that, not in words, but to really explore that. And, and for that partner to know that you may say yes. But there's also, 10 minutes later, I may say no. And to really begin to honour the gut, honour what's arising for you right now. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. So let's end with the indie I track.
lunch take care of yourself extend those walls of the lotus petals of purity the vajra wall of determination and the flames that transmute samsara into nirvana out into the world so that you're held just know that you are slightly sensitive and perhaps you know if you go to lunch with others that question i asked you to reflect on who remembers what the question was that i asked you to reflect on at the very beginning who remembers Exactly, thank you. Who is the builder of your house? And we'll come back and hear about that. 